Hey everybody, you're Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, fatiguing mechanisms when it comes to training and exercising and racing, um, and, and more so what actually happens to those byproducts once they're produced, how do we actually get rid of them from the body? Um, so I'll do a quick overview of the three energy systems that we use for performance. Uh, we've got the ATPPC system. That's the one that we're going to use predominantly initially in exercise, the first 10 seconds or so. This is your sprint system. It gives you very quick energy release, very, very, very rapid, explosive energy release, but we only have around about 10 seconds worth of energy stores, um, so assuming that we're going at a maximal intensity. So this is used for your high jump, your long jump, um, your, your sp any sprint lasting less than 10 seconds when you come from a, a complete resting period. So that's the ATPPC system. It uses a fuel co called phosphocreatine uh, to, to create energy. Now, the next energy system is the anaerobic glycolysis system. So the breakdown of gl glucose and glycogen uh, without oxygen, anaerobic. And the byproduct we get from this is lactic acid hydrogen ion and a lactate molecule. So lactic acid is that burning sensation that you feel in the legs and during high intensity activity. And uh, this is the one that you, the most endurance athletes feel day in, day out when you're going out for a continuous ride, for example, but then you increase the workload, you start to feel the lactic acid build up in the legs. The last energy system is the aerobic energy system. This doesn't produce any fatiguing byproducts. It still produces heat, water, and carbon dioxide, uh, but these do not cause fatigue. You might think that heat causes fatigue, but it doesn't because uh, we can thermoregulate, we can sweat. Uh, we can pour water in ourselves. We can control our body. If we can't control our, our core body temperature through sweating, so on and so forth, then an increase in the core body temperature is going to cause fatigue. So let's go back to the first one. So the ATPPC system. This is probably the one of the more complex ones. So um, creatine phosphate. Creatine is stored in the muscles. You might have heard of creatine monohydrate. That's a supplement that you can take. So instead of having 10 seconds worth of energy for this system, you might have 12 seconds because you've taken a creatine supplement. Um, but we break down ATP, adenosine triphosphate. That is energy. That is, all, that is your energy source, adenosine triphosphate. So adenosine and then three phosphates, triphosphate. Now think of uh, adenosine triphosphate as like a, a couple of links. It's got three links. It's, it's three individual phosphates linked together by a, a, an energy bond or a chemical bond. So what happens is the byproduct of the ATP PC system that first energy system is an inorganic phosphate. So what happens is we, at, the, at the moment we have three, uh, three phosphates joined together by a link, but then as soon as we need energy, we need to break one of those links to release energy so our muscles can contract. So as soon as we go for a, from, from rest to an explosive sprint, for example, we are rapidly breaking down one bond of that adenosine triphosphate. So if we break down one bond, then we now then we will then uh, have adenosine diphosphate, so two phosphates connected instead of three, and we'll have an inorganic phosphate, one that's just floating around, waiting to be resynthesized and used again. As soon as we break that bond, we release energy, and that's how we actually start to contract the muscles. So you can imagine with the sprint system, if you're going out as as flat out as you can, as hard as you can you are going to be rapidly breaking a lot of adenosine triphosphates down into adenosine diphosphate. So you're going to keep rapidly, rapidly, rapidly breaking them down. Now, we know that we're going to start to slow down after about 10 seconds because we're going to start to transition into the next system, the anaerobic glycolysis system. So what happens is an accumulation of inorganic phosphate is going to cause fatigue. It's going to reduce your muscular force. So that's why, you know, at the back end, after six or seven seconds of a 100-meter sprint, you start to slow down. You still have some PC, some fuel stores there, but the inorganic phosphate builds up. It competes with the muscle 
the actin-myosin binding site in the muscle. So the part of the muscle which actually contracts, the inorganic phosphate come and take up a, a hole in the muscle basically, a connection point in the muscle. So instead of having 10 uh, muscle fibers contracting, we only have five because the, the inorganic phosphate is, is competing with those sites and blocking up the hole, so, so, so to speak. So the way we get rid of that, it's really simple. We just have to slow down. You know, we, we, we're, we're breaking down the adenosine triphosphate faster than we can replenish it. Um, so we just have to stop. That's why we do a passive recovery or we reduce the intensity a lot, but a passive recovery so that uh, if, instead of doing a sprint, you know, 100%, we then back it off to like a 30% jog or walk or whatever it is. And now we're not breaking down the ATP, the adenosine triphosphate as quickly. So it gives us a chance for that those inorganic phosphates to get resynthesized to ATP. So, so a long-winded answer, but uh, the, the way we get rid of inorganic phosphate is just by slowing down. We're breaking it down too quickly. We can't resynthesize it quickly enough, so we just have to reduce the intensity. The best way, the quickest way to, to, to replenish all that is just to, to literally stop, to walk or to sit. The next system, uh, obviously lactic acid. How do we get rid of lactic acid? Um, so when we talk about lactic acid, I will link a video that we did for our... Um, uh, for our VCE physical education guys, uh, it's still going to be relevant to you guys just to explain the chemical structure of lactic acid. But basically, lactic acid we produce in the anaerobic glycolysis system. It happens during glycolysis, so the breakdown of glucose. Um, lactic acid, lactate, hydrogen, pyruvic acid, pyruvate, acetyl-CoA. You might have heard some of these terms. These are, this is getting very uh, in-depth in the, in the sports science. But they all have very similar, similar chemical elements. So, so, for example, a glucose is six carbons, 12 hydrogens, and six oxygens. A lactic acid molecule is exactly half of that. It's three carbons, six oxygens, uh, sorry, six hydrogens and, and three oxygens. And pyruvate is very similar. It has two less hydrogens than lactic acid. So all of these things have very chemical, very, very similar chemical makeups. They all have carbon, they all have hydrogen, they all have oxygen, just in different quantities. So basically, long story short, watch the video that I'll link in there if you want more detail. But lactic acid is, is half a glucose. So if we, we, we produce lactic acid when there's not oxygen present because the we, we anaerobic system doesn't need oxygen. So it is going to leave behind this lactic acid. It's an incomplete breakdown of glucose, uh, and that is the fatiguing component. It starts to ferment. It's, it's basically alcohol, but for, for humans. Um, so what we can do is once, once we slow down, once oxygen is available, we can turn that lactic acid molecule eventually back into a glucose, which we can then use as energy straight away or store it as glycogen. So that's how we get rid of it. Any excess hydrogen, H2O, right? more oxygen. So you get two, two, ox so two hydrogens to an oxygen. Um, and we're going to turn that into water, so we can we can get rid of the fatiguing byproducts that way. A lot of our a lot of our um, acid, so our hydrogen that's, that's floating around the body, if we don't turn it back into glucose, we can breathe it out as carbonic acid. So instead of CO two, it's carbonic. It's the same thing, but with with excess hydrogen and it's carbonic acid, and we can get rid of about ninety percent of our acidity just just through breathing it out. So the body's pretty good at regulating it. We also have uh, bicarbonate in the blood, bicarbonate in the uh, where is it in the uh, kidney, uh, which is also going to help regulate our blood pH and bring it back up to a normal level. So there's lots of things the body can do to uh, to metabolize those byproducts and get us back to a normal uh, resting rate. The last one's pretty straightforward: the aerobic energy system. We get heat, water, and carbon dioxide. We know we breathe out carbon dioxide. That's easy. Water's created. That's fine. We we like water, so no issues there. Uh, and then heat, we know we can we can control or get rid of through our thermoregulation. So basically through our sweating. We, we start to send blood to the skin. That starts us to sweat. We lose about, as humans, we lose about 70% of our heat load uh, through evaporative cooling, through sweating. So 
Uh, again, very. This is a very complex episode. It'll it'll, it'll appeal to the guys that, that like the in-depth science. But but in summary, uh, we we do create byproducts through all of the energy systems, but we can get rid of them through a, a variety of methods. That the basically the, the the way we get rid of it is by lowering the intensity, so we have time to resynthesize the ATP, put the inorganic phosphate back into an ATP molecule. Um, and then when we talk about the anaerobic system, we're talking about we need oxygen available. So once again. But once the intensity is lowered and oxygen is available, we can turn that lactic acid back into glucose, breathe out some extra acid, that sort of stuff. And then finally, in the aerobic system, uh, we don't have to worry too much about that. That's happening all the time. CO2, we just breathe it out. Water's created and heat we control through, control through sweating. So hopefully you found this episode useful. Any questions, let me know. And I'll speak to you on the next one. Bye for now.